At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Hi, friends. Guess what? This podcast is sponsored by Real Paper. Do you want an easy way to support sustainability? Try using Real Paper, a tree-free toilet paper made from 100% bamboo. It's plastic-free, eco-friendly, and gets delivered right to your door. You can set up how frequently you want it delivered, and every roll of toilet paper you buy helps fund clean access to toilets for those in need. Real paper is shipped for free, and the most exciting part is we have a coupon code for you. Use Escape to receive 25% off your first order at realpaper.com. That's R-E-E-L paper.com. Check it out and report back. Here we go. Let's hear what they say. How we go. We're on our way. Escape to reality. Welcome, everyone, to Escape to Reality Podcast with Justine. Escape to reality. podcast reality life with kate casey how are you doing good how are we're, you guys oh we are good we're talking bravo with you so we're excited doing okay <laughs> i want to throw my husband off a cliff well other than that what's new i feel like that's once a week i feel that way about my yeah <laughs> every day <laughs> oh good okay so we're gonna get started before we talk the shows for the week we like to ask just some questions mm-hmm. see where your head's at see where you live on other other items in the bravo sphere and not so first question would be okay What's your favorite non-reality TV show that you're watching currently? Mm, well, it always changes. Every week, it's different. Ooh. I mean, I put out a list every week of what to watch each week. I've been seeing Ooh. that. It's nice. And so it's always changing. I'll, I'll be so into something, and I'm obsessed with it. And then I'll interview somebody from it, and then I'm over it. And then I'm moving into the next thing. So, so what's I this can't week? say there's one thing. Mm. I've been thinking a lot still about the the me you can't see with Harry and Oprah. Ooh. Oh, okay. That's I like catch top, that. top of my mind right now. Okay. Um, there is a Discovery Plus documentary called Broken Hearts about this couple that drove their van off of a cliff. Oh, God. And so I'm kind of interested oh. in that right now. Like, and they lived. What happened? Did they live? No, they died. Oh, okay. Oh, oh, oh. This was just like, what happened? So and that, they're talking about what leads up to that and talking to yeah, people like, that they knew yeah. and stuff. Like it's, it's a true crime one. And then on the 31st, there's going to be a Netflix series called Paris. Lug- it's like Paris luxury or something. It's about a, a family, the Kretz family in Paris who own a real estate firm. Mm-hmm. And it's mm-hmm. following, it's like almost like million dollar listing, but a family business in Ooh, France. I'm in. So, yeah, I'm into that too. So awesome. I'm nice. always kind of like looking at what the next thing is. So yeah. I mean, I'll, I watch I saw, all the Bravo shows, but I'm always trying to help figure out what's what's the next thing. Yeah, I saw you tweet about Mayor of Easttown. Geneva's into that. I love that or, show. Is are that you watching? Are you watching? That? Oh, yeah. Well, I'm from the Philadelphia area. Oh, so you are. I, so I really love it. Okay, yeah. so I, have I don't a live there now. I don't live there now, but I'm, I'm from there. So I oh, noticed nice. in the show, they drink a lot of rolling rock, but in that area, Yingling is Yingling. The, oh, what it's is Yingling. that about? 
Yingling people just it's because it's made in Pottstown, which is a sub- suburban town too. So right, but why do you think they're drinking Rolling Rock? I just find that weird. Why aren't they drinking Yingling? Right. Yeah. Well, I think there was a scene where they did have Yingling. It was like the first or second episode. Okay. Um, and the, and I posted it, and the Yingling social media wrote me back and said that how excited they were to see it. I think that maybe after the first episode or something, they must have asked them for some sort of payment yeah sponsorship and then didn't Mm. get it and then maybe rolling rock was willing to pay more that makes sense because you have to get yeah you have to get permission to use right i mean it's so obvious they clearly they're like they paid something yeah okay but people in philadelphia don't drink rolling rock that's what i thought okay no people i'm from upstate new york too and yingling's big up there yeah yeah Yeah. i haven't heard that in a while do you drink um, do you guys do guys, do you guys drink Labatt's blue. Ooh, never heard of no. it. No. Oh, I mean, up, up north, up in Rochester. Yeah. People did. Yeah. yeah. I, had, I have a, a really good friend. I, yeah. I haven't I thought have about a, that in a long time. Yeah. I have a really good friend from, um, Lockport, New York outside of Buffalo. Oh, Lockport. Yeah. Oh my yeah. God. Yeah. yeah. Lockport. That's, that's funny. Mm-hmm. We were good swimmers up yeah. there. Oh, oh my that's God. True. That's so they, funny. Yeah, they did have a really good summer. That's actually think about that. Her father was the, like the big NPR guy in Buffalo. So when I go visit oh, them, it was like, wow. he, he was like a celebrity. There oh, that's great. Ooh, but I used to eat, awesome. wait, do you have Mighty Taco where you live? Not, not from where I live in San Diego now, but we didn't have Mighty. We might've had it. I don't remember it though. I haven't gone for Mighty Taco, but the most delicious taco ever. Oh, I feel okay. like was that in Buffalo? Uh-huh. Yeah. Maybe wow. that was a, I think I do remember it does ring a bell, but it might've been a Buffalo thing. Yeah. What yeah. do you Northeast? It's interesting how Buffalo, Buffalo and yeah. Rochester are so <laughs> close, but have their specific things, things, you know? Right. All right. Next question. Who's your all time favorite housewife? I don't know. That changes too. Like sometime, I don't know. I, I, I guess over the course, I think, <laughs> I think Bethany is a really great housewife, but then she annoys me. And then I, kind of retreat on that. I don't know. I think that she's probably the most entertaining. She has the best quips. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Did she have the most interesting personal life on the store on the show? Probably not. But is in terms of like her quips and her comebacks, I thought she yeah. was pretty funny. But I I still think that I still think that Carol Raswell was like a really interesting person to kind of I, I like the the fact that she was sort of this mysterious person. She was connected to the Kennedy family. But and that coming on the show, we were able to kind of learn more about her, but she was still kind of mysterious. She was like kind of cool. Um, and and her up against Luann, who c- talked all the time about being a countess. I thought that was a really interesting dynamic. That's when Luann was deep in like it was interesting. Too. Yeah. <laughs> she was repping it. Yeah. Hard. Did you watch the big shot with Bethany? I did. And I interviewed the executive producer. Oh, OK. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We interviewed Nicole. Um rosé which was interesting um i liked the show more than i thought yeah i thought it was um i i love the filmmakers but i just thought it was totally unrealistic that any of these people would be up for that position too and i really had a hard time getting past that and i just can't imagine (laughs) that there's an hr person working at that company so she claimed when oh we God, talked to no. Nicole Rose, she said like their credentials were way more than they showed and like that they didn't showcase how much experience these people actually had. But I felt the same way as you were. It was like, yeah. these people aren't actually going to do this job. Like, come on, there's no way. But yeah. I don't know. She claimed that they were like way more 
I don't know. Making legit. cookie squares and stuff like that. Right. So dumb. Okay. Maybe, well, but maybe, but maybe that's show, her. Though. Maybe that's her Hail Mary pass because she looked like a lunatic. You know what I mean? No, no, no. Right. We were all much, much more uh, right. accomplished than we were perceived. Yes. Right. Exactly. Maybe Miss Bethany after watching her. Do you think she'd ever come back and I'm, I do the tail her. between her legs? I do. I do think she will eventually come back because it's mm. my understanding that she loves to still know what's going on on the show. So, oh. I mean, listen, after 75 years of covering the show and interviewing so many of them, they all have a really hard time cutting the cord because they want to be famous. It's like, it's, you know, it, they're women that are the, for the majority plucked from obscurity. And then yeah. all of a sudden they get 150 dms thousands of followers and people telling them they're icons and legends and queens and they cannot let go of that Mm -hmm. yeah Yeah, that would be delicious okay most underrated housewife um well there are some of them that i think their stories were not told well enough like i would have liked to have known more and i think that adrian maloof is interesting because she sort mm-hmm. of personified a, a Beverly Hills housewife in that her family was extraordinarily wealthy. Mm-hmm. The fact that they owned a basketball team and all these hotels. And she had this really interesting dynamic with her plastic surgeon husband, because of course everyone has a husband or a, a wife that's like a plastic surgeon adjacent. Um, but I, I don't feel like her personal story was told the dynamics with her siblings because they're running the business together who her parents were, who her real friends are. Yeah, yeah. So I kind of feel point. like that. There was, was a lot more to more. it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. But I interviewed this um, Carlos King, who was a producer for Real Housewives of Atlanta, and he was explaining that what really makes a great uh, cast member is having an, the advocate, uh, a personal producer as an advocate. So mm-hmm. your story can't really be told unless, unless you have a producer that's going to the executive producers and saying, okay, Deshaun Snow is really interesting um, for this reason. And this week she has this going on and we really should focus on the fact that she's so wealthy that she can just write a check to charity and nobody else in this cast can. And black wealth, like this is really something that we don't see on TV and we need to explore more. And she didn't have, Deshaun didn't have someone like that. So we didn't really get to see her story. Yeah, that's a good point. Maybe Lisa Vanderpump overpowered, overshadowed. Maybe she had that producer- kick like you say over adrian but it, i mean now you think about it too is like they lived across the street from each other like mm-hmm. that is fat i mean she's british she's american uh lisa is self-made adrian it's family money i mean i i just think all those little nuances are fascinating mm-hmm. and yeah. ken is very codependent but paul was very independent and they bickered all the time it, like and then I want to know, like, did their kids ever cross paths and yeah. all that stuff? I find I find that stuff interesting um, in a way that it I was. So I think the problem with Bravo sometimes is they lose sight of that's what's the interesting part. And then they have kind of compromised the the original intent, which was to show complex women who have complex relationships with one another and now they're forced to be over the top Mm -hmm. for meme culture and they're all called icons and legends and they feel like they have to be over the top i've actually had them tell me that some of them i feel like i have to be over the top to ensure that i keep my job because the Mm -hmm. viewers and the meme culture are like boring you know 
get her yeah, out we watched we recently rewatched season three of oc yeah and that's what really struck me it was like it was such a a small like to your point like about the families and their relationships mm-hmm. and the kids it was so much more about the kids than the seasons now and and the funny stuff was still there right but it was just allowed yeah. to be a little bit more authentic so i think that's a good point and that's well, what also, got us also because once you learn more about the children sometimes it makes you understand the parents the, yeah exactly yeah. like then by learn but if by we learned so much about vicky by understanding who brianna and michael were yeah yeah totally i couldn't agree more good point yeah, yeah. okay so since we're talking about anyone you anyone who doesn't know this this amazing woman has five children um one piece of advice you would give to a new mom um have another child because if you can and listen there are lots of women that struggled and my heart goes out to them and this is obviously um you know if you have the ability and the wherewithal to do it another child really entertains the other one and you're not as they're not as reliant on you for entertainment when you have one child it's really hard because you're the sole entertainment for that child and i think you also overdo things because you feel like I have to be a perfect mom and you Mm -hmm. kind of let go of a little bit of that when you have more kids Mm -hmm. um so maybe that also delegate if you can like just just be like really (laughs) create like if you especially during the pandemic I would say to people you know find a little pod and then make some sort of agreement like I'll take your kids with my kid for two hours so you can do something on your own and then we'll switch yeah you know something like that you have to find a village of people that can help you yeah that's good advice okay we've been asking everyone this this is your housewives Mount Rushmore so the four housewives that you feel are foundational to the franchise not necessarily your favorite Mm -hmm. housewives oh right sure yeah the four you feel built Nini Nini Leaks. That's on ours. Yep. Um, Kyle Richards. Ooh. Bethany, oh, nice. Bethany Frankel. Uh-huh. And mm, I don't know. That third, that fourth one's tricky. Uh, Kyle Richards is staying in know. there now that them bringing in different family members that is something that has not been done before well i and i and i love kathy's in there now because also you learn so much more about someone by having seen them around their sibling Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. yeah you know like like the kids point yeah i mean once my sister's around you see a whole new version of me because Mm -hmm. my sister's basically kathy hilton and i'm kyle i'm always doing things for her and she rattles me in a way because your sister or your sibling is a witness to your whole life. Yes. Mm-hmm. So she has secrets about Kyle, like just to, to, to reveal the, the, the name that she called her as Do a little he, kid. Yeah. You could see she was shuffling like, oh God, shut up. I don't want that to be known. So you take somebody who has a pretty powerful position on a show yeah. and then throw yeah. in their sister and it shifts, the di- it shifts the dynamics of the show a lot. But yeah. I think that Kyle needs to be on there because- I think that in all these cities you want, it's kind of the personification of who the, who the women are in that city. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's hard because most cities are, are diverse and you're not going to get the, you know, the perfect person, but Beverly Hills, you think extreme wealth, 
you think of nepotism, you yes. think of um, fame and virtue, you know, all of that. And she has access to other famous people. She's been raised in the, in the industry, the industry yeah. of that city. Yeah. Um, and her husband's a real estate agent. I mean, which is like such a big industry there too. So I, so that's why she's important. And Nene Leakes is important because Atlanta is, is also an entertainment industry city. Yeah. And she had been pounding the pavement, um, working on trying to get herself a pilot. And she was this almost like an undiscovered talent. Right. Yeah. And then she had um, married Greg and she had children and her personal story and who she is in that city, I think is really important. Yes. You know, and then Bethany is kind of kind is is interesting, too, because New York, you're you're thinking of like women who are hustlers who are overworking and they're just on the cusp of something. It's either that or. What they have never had, which I always think is important, is the wife of a hedge fund or yes. they work in hedge funds. Yeah. Hedge fund is like that's missing because New York, yeah. I think of financial services. Yeah. Like Manhattan. So Orange, yeah. Wall Street. Yeah. Orange County is really like where I live there. I live here now in Orange County. Um, it's more um, it's like suburban real estate is the industry or a, a little bit just a teeny bit of tech, like a lot of doctors. Mm-hmm. So plastic surgeons, you, you, plastic surgeons. So you like a Heather Dubrow is great because that is really an orange, like a Newport beach woman is like, they're either, they have, family, they have family money. She mm-hmm. clearly is wealthy or was from a wealthy family. Right. And her husband uh, is a plastic surgeon and they have a skincare company and they live in Newport coast in this monstrosity. And you know, she has the same six friends she hangs out with all the time and they go to lunches and they take pictures with their bags. I mean, she's like that, but like, uh, to me, Casey Bo Brown is the Orange County woman. And Wait, she, I've interviewed her. She went, people know her as Casey Cupcake. She was on Laguna oh, Beach. Oh, I remember that girl. Oh, she's yes. Gone. Okay. She's like yeah. one of the nicest people that ever walked the earth. I've, I know her, I've interviewed her, but she doesn't want to be on the show. Okay. Too, I can see her face. Like, she's like, I'm too sensitive. I don't have thick enough skin. Like I couldn't, but that she's the one, like she goes out with her friends and they, they have over the top lunches like, Oh, it's hello kitty theme. I'm like, I'm never going to go to a party with a hello kitty, you know, for an adult, you know, mm-hmm. but like they all get together and they wear matching outfits and then they hold their bags up like that to me. Yeah. That's what they miss on orange County. Yes. That yeah. would be nice to have again. And Potomac's interesting too, because that's, that area is really about there. It's like, uh, that show is really about women, black women in business. So I think that Karen Huger is interesting because she is starting to build businesses because of the show. And I like mm-hmm. her storyline because her husband's been the breadwinner. And now you're seeing that shift in the dynamic, like she's making money now and she doesn't really need him. Yeah. And he's older and he's kind of, they're at this like crossroads. I mean, their kids are empty. They're empty. Right. Who's texting him, telling him like, Hey, uh, who the Do you hell know what I mean? Like, to... 
and he Get resents he resents her because she doesn't need yep. him anymore because the and dynamic she, has shifted she's getting an adoration from fans now that fulfills her in a way yep. that she doesn't need him anymore so maybe karen huger she's pretty Ooh. great too okay. i don't know maybe yeah she's, people put okay. karen huger yeah. up there yeah, yeah we had a few I think people she's, put up karen i like her, and you know what i like about her too is she's unlike other housewives because she'll say like i'm so, like my marriage is not great right now and yep. And this yeah. is why, and I think that there are a lot of women who are of the same situation where their kids have left home and, and they're like, thank God someone's being honest. Cause a lot of them are like, no, but you know, we know a lot of those women on Instagram where it's like, it's our 17th anniversary. And the moment oh, he walked in the room, my life. yeah. And you're like, get the shit. You guys just yeah. got in a fight behind the bar last week. Right, like, right. You hate yeah. each other. He's yep. screwing yeah, yeah. somebody and totally. Yeah. Yeah. And Giselle is the opposite. She's kind of people love I, Giselle, but she's fake. And Karen takes it well with all the crap that yeah. Giselle throws her, I think, too. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Love it. All right. Let's get into I would love to discuss Beverly Hills with you. Um, I personally have hated the last couple seasons of Beverly Hills, found them nearly mm-hmm. unwatchable. I am loving this season. Me, I, too. I think Kathy's hilarious. How do you, do yeah. you like Kathy? love her she i've been begging for her to be on the show for a, a long time i'm uh, everybody's so excited to find out what happens with erica jane i care more about watching me kathy too. hilton and kyle me too i think who cares about erica jane yeah, mm-hmm. i mean kathy a i put up on twitter and it seems people agree with me she reminds me of martha stewart like her voice her mannerisms i don't know if you ever watched the show with snoop Dogg. i agree as well she have i ever I, you understand i've watched every reality show okay, that's ever okay. Been on television so martha she's giving me martha vibes like when martha when she strolled into the plane like into the for the flight she kind of looked all fucked up and like in her tracksuit and just kind of like i feel like that like i don't know i just love kathy her whole energy yeah. is hilarious asking where asking lisa renna if she's bringing good snacks or she's got good food lined up i loved it yeah do they blur her coming in because she can't see is that like an inside joke when oh, she walks in it? they kind of blur the scene oh. i don't know if anybody noticed that I didn't probably notice that. yeah i loved what, okay i thought it was bizarre she's never gone on a girl's trip in her entire life so what you need to know about her is yes. that she and her husband are very codependent very codependent they i i mean they don't spend a night apart okay so i knew a couple like that they yeah. never she was in her late probably in her 70s they'd never spent a single night apart any yeah. conference they went to anything the spouse would come they were just mm-hmm. so that so they're like that fast they're like that mm-hmm. it's kind of sweet but it is kind of sad and she seems happy to be away though too she is handling it well it was funny how kyle asked her is rick okay with you being gone like he's you know, a child yeah. okay this is terrible so year wait years ago there was a show called uh it was like um do you do you, you want to be Paris Hilton's assistant or something? Uh-huh. And so Kyle was on it. And so she was talking about Kathy and she said something like what everybody should know is Kathy and Rick are never apart. Like they are together all the time. Mm-hmm. So it's, I mean, it's still like that years and years later. I mean, that yeah. must've been like almost 20 years ago. Crazy. And they wow. got together young. Yeah. Right. I think they were yeah. young. She yeah. was like 19, I think. Wow. That's wild. Have you ever read the book, the house of Hilton by, um, no, oppenheimer's last name uh john oppenheimer richard oppenheimer uh, anyway oppenheimer jerry oppenheimer that's okay. the author anyway Good. that's a great book to read because it gives you context for who their family is 
Okay. Okay. My husband His recently was like listening the... to some podcasts on the Hiltons and was getting super into it. I'm like, okay, this is too much for me. So I when may, they I went live to... just to see Paris Hilton, I still get a thrill. I, I'm just like, oh, they're so lucky. To... I don't know why I love Paris okay, Hilton. This secretly, is terrible. I guess. But this is what I thought when Kathy was desperately trying to set up that fan in her room. I kept thinking like, she always says she needs that white noise and that sound. And then I thought about the Paris documentary, how she was taken from her room. And I kept thinking like, they probably, Kathy probably didn't even hear anything because she was just right, right with the they, fan on. Yeah. While Paris like getting out dragged and off. While she's being kidnapped. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> well, and the, the son is really screwed up too. He was, I mean, yeah. stalking some girl, she said, and would be outside of her house at oh, all yeah, hours yeah, of the yeah. night. And yeah. I just think Kathy is good because like to your point when you were talking about kind of just like women being I don't know being secure in themselves and then like having all of these layers like she's not on this show to be famous she's just no. on this show mm. for like whatever and so that's what I think is going to make yeah. it great because she has no she doesn't care like she doesn't care she doesn't come yeah, dressed to said... the plane like she's flying to the moon like she mm -hmm. just looks chill like you go on an airplane I don't know I love it she she's probably so doesn't normal. even watch yeah. the show no, she exactly. probably doesn't really care. Yeah. yeah, that's the best part. Somebody said it doesn't <laughs> seem like she knows she's on a reality TV show, and that is right. what we want. Yeah, yeah that's exactly. what that's truly what everybody yeah. wants. Yeah. Uh, okay, Crystal, what are your thoughts on Crystal? I think she's fantastic. Me too. I like it too because again, she's somebody who has proximity to power in the entertainment industry. Mm -hmm. Like Dorit's husband, like he manages Boy George. Like, eh, I mean, that's not we're 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 moving there but we're not all the way there yes. when you think of beverly hills i want to like the wife of a the lion or, king director or Freaking lion king in his late 20s or, or she runs a movie studio like I, yes. that's yeah what i, I want to yes. see that i don't want to see like a low low yep. rent version of that i want to no. see that yeah she is when, fabulous i'm when like she said too. scheduling is a passion of mine that like warmed my heart because i'm a <laughs> like that and when she showed the like different colors for all like i just mm -hmm. love She's she can charge. only be the one to adjust it. Yes, I love that. I love too. Lucy. I love I love a good staff member of the I house who's secretly running shit. I just I think she's going to be beautiful a, too. I'm almost attracted gorgeous. to her. Gorgeous. So my like friend Margarita. My friend Donna uh, went to dinner, or uh, she was at a, a like a dinner party with her, and she said Crystal stayed late and cleaned the dishes in the kitchen. Oh wow! Okay, so I love that. She's like normal. Yeah, I think she's, she does seem normal. Yeah. I mean, and, you know, not to hop to the end, but when she was having that conversation at the end with Sutton and Kyle, mm -hmm. I just love seeing somebody so confident and being able to like yeah. really come at someone like, what are you saying? Like, and she didn't, she didn't care if she was making you uncomfortable. She was just going to tell no. you like, you're being yeah. ridiculous, which I love. Do but again, to your point, she doesn't need this show. Yeah, that's she true. She doesn't need it. She yeah. doesn't have to play the game. She could, she can say whatever she's she like, wants. She's like, I can go off the show and I don't care because I don't really care about being famous. Like, right. Yeah. I'm, Sutton seems, my life's fine. nuts at the end. Sutton is nuts, I think. How do you feel about the Sutton way she's Kate? sitting there, crisscross applesauce? You know, I don't feel like I have really learned her story yet. Like, uh, because of her ex husband, ex husband, we couldn't see the children. Yep. Her life was really kind of. Uh, separate so I, I feel like I can't mm -hmm. figure her out yet I I can't make an assessment until I see the full picture that's that's a good point I just feel like she's a little I think that's probably a big part of it is you don't know any it's almost like Marlo but yeah she's actually a housewife right you don't know anything outside of it even Marlo started to show like her nephews and stuff which has helped you like Marlo more yeah. um, but Sutton like 
her reactions to things are bizarre to me. Like the way she just like in that conversation was like, you didn't even, A, you didn't even need to get involved. You could have mm-hmm. just let her talk. I don't know. Something about her rubs me the wrong way. It was rude. Yeah, I'm jumping. Yeah, we're, we're, we jumped to conclusions here and every week is different. Like you say, you different show. I'm a different. I like everybody different right. every week. That's but true. You do. I thought we Sutton would be completely different than how she's showing to me. So I'm a little surprised. Yeah. Yeah. When she was crying in the car last season. This season, I thought I think I, I think she's probably I think she's I think she's nuts. probably a little bit maybe too thin skin for this job. I think so too. I thought that the opening scene with Erica and her and crazy. Yeah, like her and Erica talking that whole that scene where they were in Erica's um, studio or whatever. That was weird to me. Their energy was weird. The way they were talking to each other. I just mm-hmm. didn't buy that they Erica likes her that they're friends. And I don't know. It just. There's something very if false it, about Sutton. I don't know Erica's if I believe so fake too. Erica yeah. is really friends with anyone. I'm That's she's another I'm one where I'm like, why is she actually, there? You know, right. and I feel yeah. like we're seeing lots of pictures of them all together, like in support of her. But I can't imagine. Listen, I'm projecting, but I would kind of feel like, why should I be here for you when I don't even know who you are? Mm-hmm. Exactly. Nobody. Yeah. Nobody. Nobody. Does. I thought mm-hmm. she would even be- with the two truths and a lie she couldn't come true with anything yeah i just bizarre yeah yeah Yeah, i don't i I don't like it personally when i feel like someone's not open yeah because it's like listen here and also like life's life's a lot of work i don't need to work this hard to get to know you like i got i got a lot i got a lot of stuff on my plate and i don't have time for this right either jives or it doesn't and we love a housewife that's open as yeah, you said, too. Carrie yeah. Uger, Bethany, yeah. even though she was yep. nuts, she gave us it all. She was crying in yeah. therapy. That's Pe- what I want. Peeing in a bucket. Right. Yep. Give me that. Yeah, absolutely. Um, how did you feel about the Garcelle and Kyle conversation about the charity? Um, I don't know. I feel like I'm still kind of processing it. I think mm-hmm. that it was a better conversation than I've seen in Bravo history. I thought Kyle listened yeah. and like did a good job of understanding it. I think Garcelle mm-hmm. particularly is doing an excellent job of communicating to white people what it is like to be a person of color in a very white town. Mm-hmm. Like, I think she's doing it in a way that's not like going to be combative to people, but she's just saying like, listen, this How is the lens feels. that I come from and this is my experiences. And so you need to understand that. And I think she's doing that in a way that's actually getting people to listen, which I think is really hard to do. So I give her a lot of credit. It's unbelievable to me that it took until last season to hire Garcelle. Mm-hmm. Yes. Like what? She should have been on this show a long time ago. Absolutely. And I, I really want to have her friend on, the one who had been married to Will Smith. Yes. She was on another reality show. Sorry, sorry. She yeah. was I think on... that sometimes that works against them if they've already been on a reality show yeah. in terms of production and networks. I think they're like, is this someone's story? that we already know right somebody ever, it was that show about like wives it was wives it was like first wives hollywood or, wives or yes something. yeah yep. i wish they get ellie landry on too i mean she seems like she's genuine friends with garcelle i'm obsessed with her i don't i think ellie she landry. has said that she is her her kids and husband it's they're too private okay yeah like that's important she can just go on jeff lewis live and talk about everything but she can't go on the house her husband is gorgeous he directed that movie she was in years ago called um i think it's called bella look it up it's really good oh okay oh um she is really about beautiful lisa renna 
we personally are over Lisa being on the show. How do you feel? I think she's a great person to have on the show. Oh, I think she, okay. the element of, I, I'm always just thinking in terms of, I take my personal feelings out of it when I'm thinking it like a producer would like, what elements do you need in a cast? How are we telling the story of this city? Mm-hmm. And she has worked in the entertainment industry a long time. And so as her husband, and they have all of these really famous friends. And now she's important to the story because her two daughters are part of this young scene Yeah, because they're friends with the, um, the Gerbers, you know, Kaya Gerber and Presley yeah. Gerber. Oh, are they friends so, with them? Yeah. So that, that kind of connects that would be them a get. to the That's young scene. And then because Amelia's <laughs> dating Scott Disick, like, Lisa's oh god i can't believe it it's it's important because it ties in a younger demographic you know so if you're if you're putting that show together you need that phony is coming off so phony and i the more than ever the black leather and the black wig interview look i just can't deal with every time i see it i'm like this is because i really do think she's beautiful but sometimes the stuff she wears i mean a lot of she is beautiful well i i I think i think that beverly hills they're it's kind of interesting because <laughs> you would think that the New Yorkers would be the one, but here's what I have found living in California. And I'm sure you probably agree with me because you live in San Diego, but, and being from the East coast is that East coasters are always stressed out about setting the trend and Southern California women are more preoccupied with about following the trend. Mm. So I, it's always surprises me that the Beverly Hills looks are so over the top. Yeah, because that's typically a New York kind of thing to do. Yeah, yeah especially Dory. Yeah. yeah. And I feel like the East Coast is much more formal in terms of, you know, like in the West Coast, yeah. you can go to a fancy restaurant and like a spaghetti strap and flip flops. No one's going to look at you twice. Mm-hmm. Um, but if you do that in Manhattan, people would be like, what, the hell? Like, what, what is wrong? wrong with you? Right. Yeah. Like my, husband, <laughs> my husband's from Jersey and I'm from San Diego. And so whenever we go someplace, he's like, I never listen to you when you tell me what to wear. Cause you're always going to have me underdressed. I'm like, what? Like you can go anywhere yeah. and anything. And for him, it's like a big deal. And for me, I'm like, I don't give a shit. Like I'm just going to, so yeah, oh, I just love that about him. What town is he from? He's from Springfield. So it's pretty oh, close. Yeah. To no, no, yeah, yeah. 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 My sister lives in North Jersey too. And my oh, okay. niece went to the prom yesterday and her, her boyfriend oh. wore yellow pants with like a vineyard vine shirt and a blazer <laughs> and a tie and like loafers. I love it. That's and I just kept thinking if, if he walked in through the door of a high school in Southern California, yeah. people, would, guys would be like, what are you wearing? <laughs> right. Yeah, they got their own vibe. Yeah. Uh, all right. Justine, anything else on Beverly Hills that stood out to you? Oh. Um, I just really, I think it's a good mix. I'm loving the women. It's very alive. Yeah. Kathy, I can't wait till next week when she's telling them to down all the drinks. The and- mar- Who pounds a martini like that? That blew my mind. <laughs> I like it. It's- oh, me too. But <laughs> she just doesn't care. It's so, you know, it's refreshing. She can handle yeah, it. Well, good. yeah, I find it fascinating that Erica keeps talking about Tom Moore now. And they say that they filmed it just a couple days before she filed for so divorce. That, right. It was filmed on October 28th. She filed for divorce on election day. So this is like less than a week. And what's interesting about that scene is at the end of the two truths, two li- uh, one mm-hmm. lie, mm-hmm. she says, um, I was adopted. I work for the mafia, but more importantly that I was wired and helped out in, in like an investigation or something. So oh. you're left to wonder if it's the Tom, she's you know, setting was it up that for, that. for was that for a case years ago or was this you know uh-huh. for Tom? Ooh, 
but she would, but, she the, would but this was filmed this was filmed six days before she filed for divorce crazy see that so, she's talking fake. about how she would move to they her and tom would buy a house in hancock park right. she was telling sutton yeah. that and she would never bring up tom Ooh. before in other conversations in other seasons and now right before she's getting divorced she is kind of setting up yeah. something yeah right yeah i think Weird. that the 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 attorneys <laughs> that are working on both sides of this case must just be combing through every episode but i interviewed the executive producer about this and asked did that stress you out in the process of filming knowing she has this legal predicament were you worried that there, your footage might be subpoenaed it might something might be complicated mm-hmm. by this and he said no i always tell everybody our job is just to film we can worry about all that stuff later yeah we're gonna our, our we have to authentically film who these women are over these the course of these months yeah erica is just such a one maybe one of the most disappointing housewives ever for me because i just really had a lot of hope for her when we met her and she's just always been flat never gave us anything season after season and mm-hmm. what will it take to get rid of her well now she she's needs- not gonna, now she's not gonna leave because she needs a job um mm-hmm. yeah i do think she'll stay because bravo likes to tie up loose ends so they like to see how things play out that's why they waited for Teresa to come back from prison because want to see to just cut the story off so yeah I mean she definitely like got herself a couple seasons in it because we want to see the trial play out and what happens in the aftermath so yeah as long as we see it I'll be see her going to jail or anything right she did sign off on some paperwork but she'll just I mean who knows be broke who knows? I've interviewed the uh, Los Angeles Times reporters who broke the story, and also the the LA attorney Times that reading them. The yeah, and I also interviewed Jay Edelson, who sued Erica and Tom in federal court. And the truth is, just no one really knows. It's all kind of it's a surprising case, and it's all kind of unfolding. So wow. we'll stay. Your gut, but that's what also makes up... it interesting. Yeah, because we yeah. don't know what to expect. Yeah. In your gut instinct, do you think she could get jail time or she's somehow more intertwined? You know, I just don't know. I okay. don't know. Did you we'll think see. Teresa was going to go to jail camp? Um, yeah, I think so. Just because there were so many attorneys that had looked over everything and, and said that it was likely. In this case, I just feel like that we're, we're, not really, we're not really aware of the scope of the case yet. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's all, I mean, it's really just working. I mean, you have to remember, like, that's not that long ago. She filed for a divorce in November. By, you know, mid November, there are questions about his competency. Like, that wasn't that long ago. I mean, there's still yeah. the whole, the law firm is unraveling now. So I wonder, I wonder if he's going to die younger. Time. I wonder if he will die younger than he would have if this didn't happen. I mean, listen, he's already, he's already 80. Mm-hmm. How much longer? <laughs> but sometimes when you're got a high power job it keeps you alive and then something like this he might just be like maybe now lord yeah all right let's talk let's talk new york (laughs) um we are big new york fans are you a new york franchise fan yes love new york um i think ebony ebony continues to just i love ebony how are you feeling about ebony i like ebony again another one where i'm like why wasn't she on the show like four years ago she's great but um, uh, yeah, I'm excited to, to see how over the next you know couple episodes, how 
she connects with certain women. That's another thing that I always find. Like I'm watching that to see like whose personality matches with another, with the other person. Like yeah. what are, what are their connections that they would have in, in life? Yeah. I think the scene that I really liked was when she was talking to her mom about her grandma and her mom's like, well, I'm going to leave the decision up to you. Like whether you want to take out the tube or not, she's like, you're not putting that on me. Like about her mom. <laughs> I loved yeah. that. Cause like that relationship, I think like you said, like I've seen more of the personal side and like mm. seeing how she talked to her mom. I really enjoyed that. Cause you can tell they have a really good relationship and like, yeah. she's still going to tell her mom like what's what, which I think shows you across the board. She's going to be somebody who's pretty direct, which I think is good. Uh, that too. And also it showed that she's got a, like a great sense of humor. Yes. But by the way, that sense of humor is so New York and doesn't translate to Orange County. <laughs> I bet. Like I, I live here, and I'm very sarcastic because I'm from back east, and it do- people are like, "What? <laughs> you have a brain? Yeah, what?" Um, what bothers me though about the housewives is Ebony's on the bus saying, "In my group of friends, this I would, you know, be mad longer than these girls. They just move on after being called a one night floozy." Why did I love Ebony and everything, but I just love when a group of friends is their group of friends, not she has a whole nother set of friends that we don't know either. Let's I'd rather be watching that show. Eb- yeah. Real friends. Well, what she's really saying is I'm I don't know how this is going to work out because I have to get over things for television's sake. And I'm right. going to be honest with you, like I am who I am. I'm very direct. And yeah, that shit's not going to fly with me. Yeah, I do think, though, like with the New York, I'd, women, I'd like her to represent me in court. <laughs> right. But there's like a unique ability for them to do that, though. Like, I do think it's authentic. Like Luann and Sonia are going at each other and five seconds later, they're hugging and crying. And that's a I mean, it's partially because they know they got to stay on the show. But like, I think that's just them, too. They've always done that. Like they can talk to each other in a harsh way where OC Beverly Hills cannot. That might also be an East Coast thing. I don't know. Because I feel like the East Coast shows, they can really go at each other. And then two seconds later, they're like, eh. yeah, the, the, which is which is what viewers want to see. Yeah, they true. drag things out over seven episodes in Orange County or yeah. and, uh, and Beverly Hills, too. Yeah, they fought about the glass. I always think about this, the stupid mm-hmm. wrong glass choice. They fought about that for half a season. Mm-hmm. See, it's you know? now that everybody's yeah. walking in eggshells with Sonia, though, because she's she's at the edge of something because she's so fragile. Yeah. I mean, there every there's like a fragile person in every. I feel like every franchise. But yeah, yeah. you're right. East Coasters are like, let's let's keep it moving. Let's keep it moving. Yes. And or or like Orange County, Beverly. It's like Southern California is just like bogged down in one thing for a year. Or they're just more like slow about things. Yes. Can you imagine if we had Real Housewives of Hawaii? Um, I would. It would be the worst. They would never get anything accomplished. That's a really That's good true. point. Yeah, yeah, that is very true. How about Sonia? I love when Ramona's talking to her the next morning about the like Wells Fargo thing. And like Sonia doubled down like, well, I mean, why would you say Wells Fargo to me? I mean, why would you, why would you take money family? from this like, family? Jesus, this is the next morning. You're still on this shit? Yeah. I don't know. Sonia's just. And she I doesn't say it. that's ridiculous. You were expect. I was expecting her to say, oh, that's just ridiculous. But she's thinking that's taking money, food out of her daughter's mouth. This is why Ramona's great to me, though. That scene, I was like, look at Ramona, a nice friend telling her she doesn't want to see her in pain, giving her a hug. I'm like, look at Ramona growth. Then the next scene, she's yelling at somebody and flipping out. It's like, that's why Ramona's great, I think. Because mm-hmm. she's so unpredictable. Yes, unpredictable, but also mm-hmm. sometimes sweet where you're like, oh, she does have a heart. And then it's gone. The next yeah. second. <laughs> oh, God. What else with New York? I- 
Ramona. What do you, did you think about? Are you attracted to Garth, Kate? Oh no, <laughs> not really. Not my vibe. I thought he was handsome. I oh, kept thinking, God, she maybe must in person be like, he'd be more handsome. She must be thinking, I am so disappointed in myself that I brought this guy on this for two episodes of the show because now I'm going to be asked about him for the rest of my life. She does. Now she's onto some new guy in some pictures. Oh, mm-hmm. I saw that. He looked, he reminded me of her. What was his name? Jocks. What was her boyfriend's name? The guy? The, Jacques. Jacques. Yeah, it was kind of that gave me mm. that kind of vibe. Oh, that's interesting. This, yeah. This guy played uh, football. So oh, okay, different. a little different. Yeah, yeah. football like prof- NFL, professional soccer football. or football? Okay. No, like oh, oh, Amer- okay. American football. American like football? we're British oh, all of a sudden. Really, oh, football. <laughs> <laughs> he looks European to me. He doesn't look American. I don't know why. Yeah, that's what I thought too. He did not look American to me. Fascinating. Um, okay, the scene with Ramona with the bartender where she's like making. This is why I love Ramona. She's trying to pour the tequila back into the thing to save money and he's like it's already been chilled and she's like oh then i'll just take all the shots it's like what she's yeah yeah with and then yeah the how she is bragging about her her apartment and her designer clothes but then she's cheap about tequila that's i mean those are the little (laughs) idiosyncrasies that make somebody so watchable Oh, absolutely. That's why, I mean, that's why I love her. It's just watching. And getting the price point on oysters. Yeah. I love yeah. that. What yeah. is this markup? You can, shouldn't like seeing the oysters. I mean, Ramona yeah. and oysters is the whole situation. Maybe but remember not. when we first met her, she was had a business where yeah. she was basically selling overstock like to like places like yeah. Marshalls and TJ Maxx. That's Max. true. She was. So that's the way she processes things. Yeah. Always trying to she get a, a deal. Question asker. Do you, yeah. were you happy to see Heather on your screen? Did you miss I I don't I'm not somebody who loves seeing people come back because I just feel like that story has been told and it and it didn't feel right because she didn't have anybody uh, as an ally Mm -hmm. so (laughs) there it seemed no it was felt bad or you could really feel the energy I mean for for me I'm watching the scene where you know Ebony's like and I have a podcast and Heather's like and I have a podcast and it's just like I tweeted about him like if people only knew, like I've had a show for almost five years, Heather McDonald, six, Watch What Robin's nine. And people five years ago would be like, well, I'm sorry, what is that? A pop cast? Like, what do you have? And now all of these reality stars who we have had such a hard time booking over years and years and years suddenly are like, oh, I'm going to have a podcast. I'm like, remember you looked down on them for years and years yes. and years? So That's ignored my email. So I was very annoyed at that. I was like, oh, now, oh, now you think podcasts yeah, yeah. are cool? Okay. Right. Now everybody's repping a podcast. It's so right. true. Okay. I just think she came in, like, I felt, listen, the lower level, I love them shoving her down there. And then everybody else has hair and makeup. They all looked ridiculous to me, but they all got like dressed up and then she has to come up like she just got there all like, I don't know. It just seemed yeah. sad so, to me. Odd dinner. Very yeah. odd. You like but, that theme? No. Kate, would you want to be dressed up at breakfast? I thought it was dinner? Out, it was really outdated. Theme dinners are stupid. I get it that they need it to make the show a little bit more interesting, but it, I mean the plume, the outfits. I don't know if women in their sixties should be wearing like, you know, no breakfast at Tiffany gowns with cigarette extensions. It's just it seemed like a murder mystery party gone wrong. Yeah, I right. Didn't, I didn't enjoy it. And New York doesn't yeah. need that. I mean, that they don't. Yeah, no. Just like hang out. Yeah. They don't need it at all. You, you could put them anywhere. Yeah. 
did the guy who's telling Ramona to stop drinking know her? Has he been to her house a bunch of times and seen Ramona get shitty? And that's why he's I thought that was hilarious that he's telling her to slow down. I think that was just one of her helpers, her her staff. Right. What did she call them? The help? Jesus. The helpers. And note to self, do drugs around Leah because she's not telling anybody. Uh, you know what? I'm right there with her. I'm not telling people shit. Unless I'm under, like, I don't know. I'm not either. I just thought it was funny. Anybody, oh, I love her. She's like, I'm never going to say a word. I, that's I don't, so intimate. She acts like she's having sex with people and they're just blowing lines in front of her. Leah's a little weird because she's coming in like defending people who don't care. Like, if Luann gave a shit, couldn't she just confront her? I don't understand why Leah's taking up the charge of, of being angry for all these women when they don't seem to care. Yeah, I don't know. It's just some of them, I think they've been on the show too long. Yeah, that's true. If you could shake up the New York cast, would you change? Would you get rid of anybody who's currently on? Um, Do you miss Dorinda? Two-part question. No, I think she was great in the beginning, but I think that she got to a point where she was just became mean, and I don't mm-hmm. think that works. I think that, I think Tinsley should come back, but then I think we should get rid of some of the OD older like ogs mm. i i don't i do think it's time for ramona to go i want to see hedge fund money mm-hmm. i would like to see somebody who has proximity to like a basketball team or a football team or something like when i think of those cities that's what i'm thinking like enormous wealth and access to power so something like that i you know yeah, I'm not yeah. somebody who believes uh, like keep the same cast all the time. It, uh, the, the cast is to serve the purpose of the franchise. Mm. We should not build a show around one talent. It should be all about who the, who are the women in that location. Like the problem in, with me with New Jersey is like, it's always centered around Teresa. I feel yeah. like I know her story. I'm not interested anymore. And it's not a modern story. I want modern stories in each different city. And so the New Jersey story, I think, needs has to, has to be totally retooled. Ooh. Jersey. Interesting. That, I, so how do you feel about that the season of Jersey? I thought the reunion was so boring. Well, especially when Teresa and Jennifer were victim, victim shaming women that, that have been sexually harassed in the workplace, which is like an archaic, like what? But again, it's like she's not a modern woman anymore. A modern right. woman has a, a, a big voice Did she ever have a job where she had a man that right had no and i've listened in clubhouse where where it's been brought brought up you know she got married young and she was in this um marriage where she was subservient of course she grew up in a family that probably had that, that kind of dynamic but i just think when you become a mother of a young girl i don't care where you're from i don't care who you're married to you have a duty yeah. to those daughters to to support them and you know not to be technical but like the equal employment opportunity commission of this government says that one out of four women are sexually harassed in the workplace and you have four daughters it's going to happen to one of them most likely right right. and so when you've been on a television show and you've been shaming another woman for that that's going to come back to haunt you and just to oh, say, God, like, yeah. listen, I don't know what happens to other women, but it would never happen to me. No one's going to touch me. It's like saying that is just so ignorant and like out like to your point, out of touch. And just be, hearing her say things like that is where I'm like, God, Teresa is a terrible person. But I don't want to think that because I love Teresa. But like you can't say yeah. that and you can't say that 20 years ago. You shouldn't say it now. 
it's just really irresponsible. I'm glad they called her on it, but it's still like, oh my God, mm-hmm. what are you I'm doing? A- I've been so mad at myself that I didn't speak up or tell somebody don't touch me or people trying to rub my shoulders and yeah, say, we were hey, in a situation listen, like bucko. that. Yeah. yeah. I mean, when we started working together, Justine and I, that's how we met at her job. And we had a boss like that. It was extremely creepy. We were fresh out of college. And lots yeah. of different extremely ways. Extremely yeah. inappropriate things. I mean, like we weren't, I mean, yeah, I would say we were sexually harassed, but it's like we were in a situation where we needed a freaking job. We were fresh out of college. We didn't, right. there were no resources. It was a small You were office. easy targets. Right. And yeah. pretty like, much so every single job happens. I've ever had, I've been sexually harassed by a man every yeah. single time. Yeah it's, yeah, it's ridiculous. And it's not easy. To, it sounds easy to just say, get the fuck off me. But when you're young or you need money and in, in the moment, right. it's a lot easier to yeah, say you just that. can't do it. Yeah, mm-hmm. I yeah. I think it says a lot that the Jersey reunion, even though I hate three part reunions, was only two parts and that there wasn't much there, really. It's a little concerning to me. Yeah, I do think it was a shortened season, too. It was. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah, I don't know very distressing it's in very distressing so anyway yeah i i was glad that that season ended <laughs> yeah it's gonna be interesting to see where they go with uh, they're adding they're adding a woman right to jersey i think so yeah yeah mm-hmm. okay well, we'll see dolores right, so- does seem upset about david what's his name god am i yeah. getting that right yeah that's david yeah and, she uh, did seem pissed about it which is weird because she acted like all so season she didn't care back and forth Ugh. yeah i'm always told that she should just be honest she's, dif- she's different she's more feisty off screen Ooh, i would love so to see more i, of I just kind of like well that's a waste like unless you're gonna bring that to the show what's yeah. the point of doing the show right i thought the scene with her and joe where she like flipped out when he called her broken that yeah. was where you got to see like that's that fire i think that she mm-hmm. should bring more of where she just like, yeah. loses on people yeah agreed yeah. What do you think about Melissa and Joe? Are they done? Buy that, Melissa Gorga. Do you think her story is done? I actually thought it became more interesting as the season went on when she became more honest about how she is different in her marriage now. Mm-hmm. I'm like that. Okay, now that is really a compelling storyline that you've you've come to the realization that who you are when you got married is totally different than the woman you are now when you probably make way more than your husband does as a contractor. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And he feels insecure because you're less reliant on him, and you get the adoration of people all day long. And it also seems like they're suggesting they're both codependent. So Mm -hmm. I'm like, okay, now can I explore that? I think they've been very guarded about, and, and, and I mean, the idea that she had written this book where you're basically like, make your man happy and now that her daughter's probably almost 17 years old now like that actually i'm like okay now i want to pursue that let's dig into that a little bit mm-hmm. so uh, yeah I'm, I'm actually more interested in her than i than i have been i think if it's real i'm interested i just don't always buy that the fights that we're watching are not those um, were fights real with those two this season okay okay that's good to know yeah they were they hope. were real and, okay. and their energy at the reunion was yes the energy at the reunion thick. was very telling yes he he had a very difficult pandemic time i could see her that. husband did and there were times where he was just like really not himself mm. plus inside additions coming at him and his truth is kind of being told that he's flipping yeah, houses but he's not flipping houses right right putting lies up i don't know so, uh, uh, when, when it gets into stuff like that, I'm like, oh, this is so uncomfortable. 
I know. Oh, that's all right. I'm like, oh yeah, it, give it but it's like I just want to talk about your 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 personality and how where you are in your life and where you've come from, like all the other stuff. I'm like, oh, I don't want to know. I know. It gets, oh, it well, that's crazy. part of, I mean, you're yeah. putting up that you're flipping this house and then the people are saying that you never touched. That's not my, that's my house. And that you didn't, this you, is not you, truthful. The, the Instagram picture. Yes. Yeah. 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 Uh, yeah. He, and he said that it was the, his social, social media, social media team. person. But then yeah. I was like, why does everybody have these huge social media teams? Like, is it that, that hard to just post a picture and hashtag it? Right. Well, I think some of these people He's just busy you know, scamming. Yeah. I have a friend whose son is like this big sensation he, on Instagram. He's like, I think he has like 600,000 followers and people follow. He's five. And um, my, what does he do at five? On <laughs> he, he dances, Juice boxes. In, he dances in dresses. It's more, okay. it's like he pushes gender norms. But, okay. Oh, that's nice. But so his mom's my friend and I'm always giving her shit because she'll go in the clubhouse and she's giving people advice and on clubhouse I'll go. Yes, but you have a team of seven people. You're telling people like it's so easy to do all this stuff. But there's a difference between like a Gorga post with like a house flip, a before and after. Yeah. And like this boys where it's like twirling in, a, in flowers and then it jumps to this and then it jumps right, to right. that. And then yeah. he's like dancing in perfect, you know, synchronicity. Like they're people are editing like, the videos. So, yeah. So I'm just like why does he have a social media team if you're just doing like a before and after? I mean, right. are there yeah, no, it does seem hundreds simple. of right. people responding to your picture on a house flip? Like, why do you have a social media team? He's like, so true. God, that is interesting. Wow. Is, is it the kid on TikTok too, or just Instagram? Yeah. 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 Oh, wow. Look wow. At that. Like future All right. Ryan. So you hate Shaw's. Why do you hate Shaw's? I just, I find it completely unwatchable. I don't believe any of them are authentic friends to for Reza last season to say all those horrible things to MJ about having an abortion or more than one. Um, the restraining order destiny, I mean, all of these people in what world would ever have the capacity to be in a room with each other ever again. They're clearly only doing the show to get a paycheck. Yes. It's dirty. I don't, I don't like, I, I get the sense that they're all just biding their time through filming. They hate each other. That's this episode they've was been, where I was they, like, they've they been, hate each other. And they hate each other and they've been compromised by order. fame. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I think that's my issue is that when the show started, it truly was a group of friends. Friendship. Yeah. Yes. Friendships. And they liked each other. I think it's gone on too long and it's become a toxic situation where they're trapped to your point, because they want to, they want to continue to get that check. Like the Palm Springs, the whole trip, this latest episode, it just made me uncomfortable because it seems so fake. They hate each other. Well, also when they're gone, it's not just the paycheck that goes, their ability to land deals goes right. away. Oh yeah. yeah. It's because like so many different layers. opportunities only come or come into that magnitude when you're on a television show on air. Mm -hmm. And in addition to that, all of those DMs dwindle down you're not getting as many likes and comments and maybe you've given up your job and your new identity is being a tv personality and the job is gone and now the opportunities are dwindling and then the likes and comments are dwindling they have a real crisis in their life and that's the problem when so many go on reality shows because yeah. they're they're thinking more about how is this going to make me this and not enough about who am I going to be when it's over? 
good point. Yeah. The mic. So <laughs> I, I just sending this. out pictures of his penis. So I mean, but it's, I, I, but I'm kind of like, true, right? pa- Paulina, I wish you would have watched the show before you started dating. Him. Oh, I'm exactly. assuming you did. Yeah, but it, you. a lot, I think a lot of women are, 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 are kind of think, well, it's going to be different with me. Right. Right. But, yeah, and the then there's the realization, you know what? And I feel badly for her because you can see that in her face. Like she's realizing, oh my she God, knows the I, truth. I yeah. thought, I thought I was different, but I've been bamboozled too, but I, I want, I want her to move on, but I don't know. I, I think just, she's so attached to the idea because he mm-hmm. would may, maybe for her, it's like, he's, you know, he's Jewish and he's Persian and he likes my children and right. we have friends in common and, and kids, I love, yeah. and I love his parents. And so for a lot of women, it's hard for them to walk away. Um, and, you know, you've invested your time, mm-hmm. you know, it's hard. I think, you know, she had been married before with children. I think it's hard for a lot of divorced women to yeah. find my, my own sister had an experience like this too. And it's like, you've really invested your time and you're like, I've got to start all over again. So yeah, no. I, I think she's, seeing the, Gina she's the, she's the only one on that show. I, I, I care to watch is Paulina. Uh, Paulina. Yeah. I, just for him to be like, I don't even have a WhatsApp. Like, I don't know what you're talking about. And now he's like, oh, yeah, it was true. It's like, you're so, this shit is old as so hell. Dumb. Everybody yeah. knows. How could you trust him? Right. Yeah, like, we nice all to know. see Gigi as a mom. Yeah. That's sweet. Yeah. yeah. I, I don't know. I just think Mike. The show's dead. It is. That dead. show's dead. MJ and Reza were the heart, and it's and too fake. When you have it's a too fake. restraining order against your husband, I mean, come on. Yeah it's, yeah, it's it's over. And the people they've added, like Destiny and Nima, bring nothing. They're people you don't want to watch rather than people you want to watch. Although I do like Nima personally. Oh, you do? I think his her, his personal story is interesting about yeah. his parents and yeah. his sister. Yeah, it's sad. That is interesting. Yeah. We're happy that he yeah. found friends and if he were found. If he were on an, another show, I would, you know, I'd be like, oh, I wonder what happened to him in that yeah. way. But I don't think he belongs on the show. No, I don't think he does either. Because again, like mm-hmm. if if not authentic, like if these aren't real friends that are coming yeah. into the group, then I don't I don't care to watch it. I do think Shaw's though. This should be the last season. There's nothing. I do else love a season. man that travels with a tide stick? Yeah, that's, that's always good. I, I don't have a tide. Stick. <laughs> what a miracle thing that is! It works so good. You know what? You know what is even better? And this is my, shout the spray. My mother-in-law was like, you spray this shit on anything, it'll come off. It does. Like, literally anything. You can, you can be on there for a week. Try it. Get these grass teams right out. Oh, yeah. That's me. And scene. Add. Yeah, there we go. We're good. Uh, well, thank you so much for joining us. It was so fun to get your take. Thank on you. It. Yeah. Um, I, I think we align on a lot of topics, but it was fun to talk to you. Um, so tell everybody where we can, where you can find your podcast, yeah. how often, all of those fun things, your socials. So you can find my show anywhere where you listen to podcasts. It's called Reality Life with Kate Casey. I do two episodes a week on Wednesdays and Fridays. I interview reality stars, executive producers, directors, and hosts of Unscripted TV, which is reality shows, docuseries, and documentaries. I have a Facebook group, Reality Life with Kate Casey. My Twitter is at Kate Casey. I tweet about shows and during shows all week long. My Instagram's at Kate Casey CA. You can see what I'm watching. I put out a list of what to watch each week at katekc.substack.com, but it's also, awesome. I post on all my, my socials. TikTok is it's Kate Casey. And then I have a Patreon for bonus episodes. Um, that's patreon.com backslash 
Kit Casey. And then finally, I'm always on Clubhouse. Awesome. Yeah. You're everywhere. We love yes. it. I am. I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm an admin in the Club Bravo group too. So. Oh, cool. Awesome. Yeah. Well, thank you. We appreciate you joining us. Thank um, you. Very oh, fun. Yeah, it was a blast. And we will talk to you guys soon. We, we you it. have oh, to yes. tell me one thing before you go. What was yes. the job that you worked together? What was the industry? It was financial services. I'll say that. Ooh. Um, yeah, it was uh, It was not a good organization. We'll, we'll leave it there. But it, it was, was a, a small place. It was pretty much like we didn't know it, but it was kind of a scam situation. Real sketchy. Uh, but we found each other. I mean, there's so still, it, it, it was legitimate, but the guy it was just a weird situation it was very uh, weird it was just odd. i feel like he could have been a kkk member i'll leave it there <laughs> oh god i'm sure he wow. has <laughs> i mean he would be like come in here and whatever this is it, what it, the most offensive thing he ever said to me and i don't think i think i've told you this justine i'm married to a black man i have a black child um he said to me because he knew who i was dating this was i was dating somebody else at the time but it is a trend that has followed me throughout my life um he said he said to me like oh you know like so you're you're cool with like bringing kids into the world like that like in that wait day. he said that to you oh yeah i was like Excuse oh me. he's a terrible person and he beyond, was like, oh you God, yeah, so like you're okay like you're okay putting that on a kid and i said putting what on a kid yeah so that's like that's representative sick. of he how sick. he operated um yeah he was a disgusting individual of course procreating like a motherfucker had four kids out there probably little mini kkk members now it's disgusting oh i can't imagine what those these kids are just <sighs> so yeah. what happened what happened, happened what happened to the company it, it, it fell apart oh, we left. Never, they're um, still going oh, yeah i think they're going. still going a, in some form don't know how the universe is letting this happen yeah i, I mean it's something he said to me really crude the one thing i'll always remember and I don't know if you want to hear it, but I mean, no, he, go ahead. Tell us. He said, if you get your vagina waxed, your your boyfriend or somebody will eat it like it's never been eaten before. See, this is what he like just that. tells you, like just, out of nowhere, you know? Yeah. And it's like, and you're, okay, you're 22. Like, what the fuck? What am I going to do? Uh, you know? Yeah. I'm looking I mean, back, it, I want to be, I wish right. there were so many things I could have said. Yeah. yeah. When someone says something like that, it's so startling. Oh, it's shocking. And, especially and in you're, work and environment. you're, and you're almost like, is this a joke? Like, am I being punked? Like, yeah. what is happening? And then, oh, God, he was disgusting. Because you're unraveling it in your head, you, sometimes even the, I'm a really direct person, mm-hmm. and you're kind of like lose that moment to to yes. have a response back yes. because you're trying to unravel it in your head. Like, wait, what? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I he he took me on some business trip where we had to go to a training, and then tells me that he wanted to study in his hotel room late at night. And I told him, "No, I'm going to go meet. I'll meet you in the lobby. I'm not going in your hotel room." I did do that, and then he kind of made me feel so he was really aggressive and nasty after that. And it was just like one of those moments where it's like he just brought me on this stupid thing, makes me waste my time going to sit in some stupid seminars. And all he really wanted to do was cheat on his wife. Yeah, right. Disgusting. Wow. Well, may he rotten hell. Thank God we're gone. Yeah, right. But we found each other. That's all that matters. But you know, just recruits new young girls to pray on. Right. Right. Disgusting. Well, I hope that Teresa Judice listened to this portion of the show. Right. Yeah, please listen. I just that comment. I was disappointing. Yeah, disgusting. It's disappointing not because we don't expect that from her. No, it's because of because that but also that she has a platform yes and it's unfortunate that that with that platform she spouses ridiculous shit like that so and that so many even how she didn't have to apologize to evan because he's a man or she doesn't want to talk to men 
Right. Yeah. Oh, right. But she, yeah. but, but she, there are so many young women who watch this show. And I mean, you know, what's going to also probably happen is that young women with progressive mothers who are friends with Gia's, you know, their daughters are friends with Gia. They might shame Gia now and go, what's with your mom making that yeah. stupid yeah. comment. And then yeah. Gia's just going to feel like, how do I, how do I stick up for my mom? Like this, you put her in a weird position too. Yeah, no, totally. Oh yeah. This, this will be my last question, but you made me think of it. Do you feel like Bravo has a moral responsibility to not have people like Kelly Dodd or people on the show that are spewing like Jen Shaw or Jen Shaw? Like what's your, what's your take on kind of like, if people are, are we giving, are we comfortable giving people a platform to spew bullshit? Is there a social I think that is the real, to? I think that is a, a, the real question right now and unscripted. That's, that's the difficult one because yeah. I, I personally feel like the Duggars should never be on television oh, again. We, we've talked about because the of, wife is because of what, him up. what they have done uh, and yes. how it do, they are not protecting children. Yep. I don't want them on television ever again. Yeah. Um, so the, t- the difficulty is like unscripted television are real stories about real people. Right. Yeah. So yeah. how do, where's the line where mm-hmm. it's entertainment about real people living real lives. Yeah. And at what point do is somebody n- not unwatchable, right? Yeah. yeah. Because like with the Kelly Dodd situation, you have half the country during the election. That's when it was really airing, right? Right. right. Or or where people were most upset. Half the country probably believed in things that she believes in. Right. Half that's the true. country yeah. does not. Yes. So I think that the networks are kind of like we got to let something like that. How do we, how do we ensure that we're getting the most well-rounded audience? We're making everybody happy. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And I think they feel like we can't, it's like, how do we can't win? And then the audience always feels like no one listens to us and they're frustrated too. Right. I've had producers say to me in the end, audience views don't really matter to us. So I listen crazy. in Clubhouse and I, you know, I'm going shows and we talk and it's, it's like somebody can frustrate you so much, but in the end, we don't really have power as viewers. Right. So Captain Sandy and Malia it's all wild. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. I was hoping for a new vamp on that. I don't understand why Shaw's is back. Yeah, honestly. Shaw's of Sunset was at a waste its best. of time and money. Yeah. That show was at its best when they went to Turkey. And we were exploring yeah, what it must yes. have been like to, to have your parents yeah. come mm. to Los Angeles, leave their family and their home country behind. And the yep. only way we can even see it is if to go to the mountains of Turkey and to look across yeah. and to see the pain on their face and to yep. get a window into their world and their culture and another part of the mm-hmm. world that was yep. at its best. It was yeah. so compelling. Yeah. 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 This is not what I think people want to watch. And nope. I think post This is like the Hills, Shaws of Sunset. Right. Yeah. Like a ratchet version of it. Right. Right. right, right. Yeah. People post pandemic are eager for stories that are a little bit more introspective, uplifting stories of grit and hustle and um, overcoming yeah. obstacles and less about people who are trying to game the system or, or users or all of that. So I yeah. just don't. I don't think the Shaw's as it is right now is a, is a story that needs to be told. Agreed. We're good at detecting bullshit too. Yes, mm-hmm. that too. Yeah. All right, we could we could talk to you all day. I know, I know. I'm, that's my. Uh, I I took you into the black hole. We love it. Oh, it's okay. <laughs> Thank you, and thank guys, you. We will be back before you know it. <laughs>